Social Media Serenity, episode number 14. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Eric Fisher. We're here to give you all the news, everything happening in the social media network world. And we're going to talk about how we can live a more balanced life using it all. Hence the term serenity. Eric, what is new with you, my friend? Well, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I've been, I guess I can say this, I've had uh, more to do with social media at my day job. So I'm closer and closer to doing the dream. That is awesome. So yes. uh, are you able to share anything that is, like specific that you're excited about? Um, just that I did a presentation and, uh, at work and they really liked it and they want me to do more and it's ramping up. So I feel really, really good about it. That is awesome to hear. So very cool. Well, uh, we have a lot of interesting things going on in the world of Facebook and Twitter and even MySpace have something going on. But anyway, uh, to start things off, I would like to bring in a question that was submitted by uh, my friend Andy, who actually just forwarded me an email from his friend Jay Carter, who happens to be one of our Plus members as well. All he right. says this. He says, hey, can you guys help me understand the different possible ways to use Facebook accounts? What I mean is this. You can have a personal account that can be branded as my personal profile over at Facebook.com slash Jay Carter. However, I understand you can also create a fan page. Now, I heard recently that there was a land grab for business sites just like there was for the personal sites. And by land grab, he means for you know for the names. So... For example, my, mine being uh, facebook.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft. And he says, is the business site the same as a fan page? And if so, how do you get the customized URL? All right, so a couple different questions there. First of all, um, a, I would say that, yes, the fan pages are your business sites on Facebook. And what you would do is you go to uh, facebook.com slash pages. And if you're subscribed to any pages, they should show up. Uh, if you're looking to create a fan page, uh, that's a little bit more difficult. I think you have to go to like facebook.com slash pages slash create something dot php. It, it's really crazy. If you just do a Google search on create a fan page, and the first five results will all have a link where you can click on it to go right to where you need to go to create one of those pages. I think also if you're if you happen to be able to navigate to somebody else's fan page, which by the way, if you go to let's say like um, Facebook.com/watermarkcc, that's a fan page that we created for our church. I think if you go to the bottom left-hand corner, it it might have a link down there. It says create your own fan page. In fact, I'm going to go to it right now and see if that's not the fact, if that's not the case. So I'm loading up facebook.com, watermarkcc, scrolling to the bottom. Yes, it, here it is. Cre- it even says, create a page for my business. So there you go. So you would just click that link on, in, on the left-hand side at the bottom in the sidebar on any fan, Facebook fans page, and that's how you create it. Now, how do you create a custom URL? This is very easy. 
only you can only do it after you have. I think you have to have a minimum of seventy five fans before you'll be able to change your Facebook URL. So, for example, what you would do is you would go to face once you have your fan page created, you've invited people to it. You have at least seventy five. I thought it was a hundred, but somebody else recently just told me it was seventy five. So as long I think as you, it, yeah, they may have dropped that because I remember it being a hundred at some point. Yeah, it was. It used. I know it used to be a hundred, but I I've heard that it's seventy five now. And what happens is once you have seventy five fans, then you just sign in to facebook.com slash username. All right, and I'm pulling that up now. And of course, uh, since you already have facebook.com slash Carter, it's going to say you can now direct your friends to facebook.com slash Carter. And then right under that, it has a little link that says set a username for your pages. And so that is how you create a, a direct URL, uh, an easy to name URL for your fan page. So, Jay, hopefully that helps you out. And uh, if there's any further questions you have, feel free to give us a call or submit that question to us in one form or another. Alrighty, So got that out of the way. I think we have some news. Uh, I I understand that a woman has been arrested for poking somebody on Facebook. Yeah, I thought this was a kind of ridiculous headline, so I had to take a look. And I thought, there's no way. That doesn't make sense. It can't be possible. But then I read the story and realized that there was um, a an order of protection that this person that got poked had against the the person that did the poking and so in in essence it was violating the you know don't get within 20 feet of me and it applied it applied to the web too i guess so yeah that makes perfect sense i mean you could yeah yeah i mean so if she had a restraining order then absolutely so she basically woman was not arrested for poking somebody on facebook the woman was arrested for violating a restraining order yeah, it's just that in this instance, the Facebook poke was what broke the restraining order. So yeah, but it would be it would yeah. have been it would have been the same had she left like thirty comments on her blog on on the person's blog and yeah, all the other or even stuff. an email or even you know this that or whatever. But and and you know in terms of harmlessness, yeah, a Facebook poke is pretty you know harmless unless everybody's doing it all the time, which is annoying. Um, but <laughs> it, it just goes to show that what happens in social media networks can carry legal weight. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, very interesting. So, all right. Um, now, l- let's take this opportunity to talk about what poking somebody on Facebook is all about. Um, my, I remember I used to do all kinds of stuff to try to generate traffic to see what kind of things you could say on Twitter and Facebook in your status updates to kind of entice people to click on a link that you might provide. And by far, I have never received more clicks on any link I've ever posted on Twitter and Facebook uh, more than when I put this twi- this status update out there. And the status update simply said this, I just poked my wife and blogged about it. And then I provi- <laughs> and then I provided a link back to a blog post that I created a long time ago about why why I use uh, Facebook poking and how I use it and, and and stuff like that. So basically, a Facebook poke. How would you describe that to somebody? What what is this feature, Eric? Well, 
I would say that it is probably the equivalent of just saying, hey, yo, you know, but but on Facebook. It, it's not so much as have, I mean, it doesn't have any content. It's not saying, hey, I noticed this or, hey, look at my pictures or here's my status update. Do you like it? It It is almost the most harmless thing you can do. Um, but it does, what it does do is, um, it, it, well, <laughs> I don't do it anymore. I, I actually never have poked anybody. Really? To be honest. On Facebook, no. I, I just, I've had no reason to, I've had people who have poked me and then I'm just like, okay, thanks. <laughs> and just kind of. <laughs> Kind of pointless. Thank you. You know, I am going to Eric Fisher right now. And I'm every (laughs) everybody listening to this. Go to Eric Fisher. It's uh, Eric J Fisher, and let's all poke Eric. Great. (laughs) You're gonna have to get a restraining order, my friend. Right. (laughs) I just. But does I mean it shows up in your notifications that somebody has poked you, and it's like, okay, well, good for you. You poked me, but. What what do you expect me to do in response? You know, like start a poking war. I don't know. It, it, to me, it's always been like the most low end of all those different random applications where you throw a pie at somebody or buy them a drink or you, you know, all those different annoying Facebook apps. This was at least one small piece that you know. Okay, I can ignore that, but I don't know. All right, so so let me let me go ahead and explain how I use poking and. Um Basically, I I kind of like it because, in fact, I like poking. It it's in my mind. It's just like liking something. Like when you click the like, hey, it's like, hey, I like this. It, it's basically I don't have to kind of falsely come up with something clever to say. It's like it's like you, Eric, you might you might post a link to a a video or a YouTube video on your site, and I watch the video, and it's like, oh well, that's cool. And instead of having to write out, oh, well, that's cool, I can click the like button. You know, right. it's like, hey, I like that. You know, and, and I really, I like the fact that you didn't have to think of something clever. You could just say, hey, that was cool. Thumbs up. You know, good deal. Uh, and, and then I'm moving along. And, and, and so it's, it's a very easy way. And what, what's neat is when I post a status update on Facebook and it says, you know, seven people like this. What I'll do is I'll click on the thing where it says seven people and it'll show me the icons and I can hover over them and find out who were the people that liked this. And, um, and actually it has the icon and their, their avatar and it has their name underneath it. And it's like, oh, wow, I didn't know that, you know, so-and-so was really keeping up with my, you know, my status updates. That's cool. And it, and it kind of just brings them to mind. You know what I'm saying? It's like out of sight, out of mind. You don't think about these people. And it's like, oh, wow, my, my friend from high school is, you know, they, they've they actually kind of liked three or four different things over the past couple of days. You know, maybe I'll send them a Facebook message. You know, I haven't talked to you in a while. I noticed that you're following the status updates, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's like, wow, I, you know, hey, you do exist, don't you? That kind of thing. Well, well poking is exactly that, only... Let's just say, Eric, you haven't said anything in a long time, or maybe you haven't said anything that I liked. <laughs> but it's, okay, no. But anyway, the whole idea is that I would just like, hey, Eric, I exist. You know, it's like I don't have anything to say. I don't have anything clever. I don't have anything beneficial at all. It's just like I exist. I'm here. You know, 
was, I was thinking about you today. You know, that kind of thing. And, 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 yeah. and the way that I explain this, or it did explain this in this blog that I was talking about, uh, is that we live in a really weird culture here in North America. I don't know if you, where you live and if you, if you live in a neighborhood, but if you live in a neighborhood in our area, everybody has a garage and lots and lots of people park in their garage. And very rarely do people like stop and have conversations with their neighbor. But occasionally what you'll do is you'll wave to somebody. Right. You know, it's like we're, we have a relationship, we have a friendship, but you know, I'm not really, I really don't have the time to stop right now and say something and to have a conversation, but I acknowledge that you're over there and it's like, Hey, good to see you. Hey, how's it going? You know, and it's kind of just a wave. And in fact, I wish they would call it, you know, waving before Google wave came out because it does sound kind of creepy to say, Hey, I just poked somebody. Yeah. But, but the thing is, is if, if you think of it as just waving to somebody in passing, it it really does. In fact, I'm looking here right now. Um, if matter of fact, you can see these, if somebody has poked you, if you go just to your regular Facebook page, you're not on your profile. You just go to the thing called your newsfeed or the main Facebook site when you're logged in, it's on the bottom right-hand corner and it'll say pokes right under, underneath events. And right now I see Greta Zunda has poked me. In fact, I'm just now clicking poke back. And I just do this back and forth with anybody who ever pokes me randomly. If I get time, I'll just say, oh, okay, the Daniel Cushman poke, sent a poke, so I'm poking him back. And then Amy Wright from Chattanooga, Tennessee, she poked me and I'm going to poke her back. And she didn't have to say anything. She didn't have to leave a comment on my on my profile. Hey, Cliff, I was you know thinking about you today. Or hey, I you know hope things are going well. I hope you're having a great week. It's just like here's a poke, and it just reminds me that I have a friend in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Yeah. So okay, that's kind of what I use it for. I had never really come across. I I, I can now kind of see a use for it, a context for it. Yeah. You know, it's just saying hey. See, hi, hi, how are you doing? Wave at you. Exactly. I have, I have a few friends that I could poke and it would catch their attention and maybe they'd and the, say, oh, I better talk to him. It, that's exactly <laughs> it. Soon. That's exactly it. It's like, I don't have yeah. anything clever that I can think of to say right now. And I don't want to waste your time with a Facebook message. But it's like, hey, just so you know, we, we exist in the same universe here and uh, just wanted to say hey, you know, and... and and move on. And then you never, you do that back and forth a couple of times. It's like, you know what? It's time to just take a minute. Let me just take a minute here and send over a message. Hey, how's it going? And even though it's, it's really weird. I mean, Amy and Amy and I do this and, and a couple other people do this back and forth. And it, it's really weird. Even though we don't have a conversation, it's, it's like there's still this extra connection there. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. I, I think it's, I mean, it's definitely got a use now I can see that. So very cool, man. Yeah. You might start poking your own something. wife. Right. Well, <laughs> she she hasn't logged into Facebook in months. There you go. Well, which you, I got to do something about that. Nah, just leave her alone. She'll eventually she'll log in one of these days. Yeah. All right. Well, so, what else you got for us, man? Well, let me just say one other thing. Sometimes I'll come home from work, and I've logged into Facebook right before I've left to come home, and I'll see something that has that's. Uh, you know, some piece of news off of one of our mutual friends, like one of her girlfriends that I'm also, you know, we're friends with um, because our daughters are like best friends. And anyway, I'll know something 
that's like pertinent information before she will when I get home and she'll she'll say, you know, something to me about, hey, did you know so and so did this or that? And I'll be like, Yep. Because I already know from Facebook. <laughs> She's like, How do you know this? How do you know so and so's sick? Or how do you know this? And I'm like, Facebook. So just anyway, wait, d- just wait hilarious. till she, just wait till she says, Hey, did you hear so and so had her baby? Yeah, he's adorable. Yep. I already <laughs> saw the I saw the pictures of I saw the pictures and I left her a comment and and wished her well. Yeah, took care of all that. Yep. 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 It's awesome stuff. All right. So Twitter, let's see, Facebook and Twitter growth flattens. Uh-oh. Yeah. Have we hit the top? Have we hit a ceiling? I. You know what? I don't think so. But come on. After having, you know, for example, Facebook, and we've talked about this before, took six months to gain 100 million followers in the past six months. I mean, that's not nothing. So maybe it's another little lull. I mean, do you remember there was a point in time with Twitter, let's say a year ago, where there was a huge boom on Twitter. And then it kind of leveled out and you saw less fail whales and all that. And then early again this year, at some point in 2009 from about, I'm going to take a random guess and say January to say March, where all of a sudden celebrities and large name people suddenly again are, you know, starting up Twitter accounts and you're getting, oh, Twitter's down again and this and that. So, uh, you know, I think both these main, you know, Twitter and Facebook, these main uh, social networks, you're bound to get waves of people where they jump in and jump out. But I mean, I think that, yeah, if it's leveling off for the past, you know, two, three months, They've still seen growth in those past two or three months, too. So Right. And just because you see a lull in the numbers for a while doesn't mean that it's dead. Social right. networking's dead. Yes. Podcasting <laughs> is dead, Cliff. Did you not know that? I know. <laughs> anyway. But so, yeah. So basically, maybe we're not going to be at, you know, maybe over the next six months, we're not going to have an additional 100 million people on Facebook, but the, que- the there's no question that people are still getting on. Matter of fact, I was responsible this week probably for about 35 new Facebook subscriptions. So I know yeah. I'm doing my part. <laughs> right. Speaking of people who jump on a social network and jump off, I, I'm going to skip over one story for just a minute and uh, or two two stories for just a moment uh, and talk about Miley Cyrus. Have you heard about Miley? Yes. <laughs> So the whole idea here is that she's she got up to two million Twitter or Twitter followers, and recently she's decided that uh, it's too much for her. The tabloids were making fun of her tweets, I guess, and stuff like that. She was, you know, uh, she says, "Oh my gosh, I have a pimple today," you know, or something like that. And uh, she's decided it was too much. Um, she actually created a rap song. And uh, went through a lot of trouble to to put this together and put it on YouTube. I'm going to play just a little bit of the audio, and then I want to get what you think about this, Eric. So here here we go. No, it wasn't because 
So goodbye. She says goodbye. <laughs> All right. So so tell me, Eric, what are your thoughts, man? All right. Well, so to she said she stopped living for moments and started living for people. Yeah, she I think that's what she said. Yeah, that's she said that's what she felt like was happening to her life when she went to Twitter. Yeah. And and I can see what you're saying. I mean, I can see what she's saying. I mean, if you are thinking in terms of and I've caught myself doing this, Something will happen, and I'll think, oh, I should Twitter about this. And then I'll think, why? I don't have to say everything that's ever going on at every moment. And, and truthfully, you, you, ha- you, you shouldn't because sometimes you, that, that blast of a 140 characters is going to go out to that many people. I mean I obviously don't have 2 million people following me. But you know, I don't want the however many that are following me and then also on Facebook to see something I said because I didn't think about what I was, you know, I didn't think about it before I said it, you know? Yep. But also, she doesn't have to give every mundane detail. I don't think she should have quit. I think she should have just said, okay, I'll scale back and, you know, every two to three days I'll put one or two things out and it'll be interesting stuff instead, you know? Right. And and I, I totally agree. I think I think she's absolutely wrong for for leaving Twitter. Now, with that being said, let me just share this. If you've if you've given up Twitter because you just don't care about it, that's fine. The reason why I think it's wrong is because of of who she is. She had 2 million followers. All right. Yeah. And, and and she is she you know, and she says I'm, you know, I'm not going to be doing this, you know, I'm Blah blah blah. I've my I want my private life private and and you know, I'm sick of the tabloids. It's like, hello, are you not on television? Are you not doing stadium events to you know sold out stadium stadium events to forty thousand screaming kids? You know, I, do you really think you're gonna be completely one hundred percent private and stop? And it's like, you don't. I guess in in my in my opinion, what she's done. She's basically just said, listen, you know what? I don't care what my fans, you know, how they want to interact with me. I'm going to choose how to do, to do things my way and and forget about it. You know, it's just like, I'm just I'm out of here. I know there are two million of you out there, but you know what? I'm matter of fact, I am so uh, uh, I'm so done with this that I'm going to actually create a video and tell you that I'm done with you. It's like, yeah. it just seemed very arrogant. I mean, okay, so let's just say she just decides not to Twitter anymore. Well, then you just stop Twittering. Okay, let's not make a, a news event out of it. Um, or you, let's just say, you, you okay, you want to delete your account. Just delete your account. Um, but uh, Jonathan says that your wrong comment is just as legalistic about Twitter should be banned. I th- I think that okay you're right it, it's her decision. As a matter of fact, my very first thought initially was you know okay so she doesn't want to twi- Twitter about it okay so delete the account and go on and I and I would be cool with that but I I think the way she's gone around about it is probably not the best way to do things you know I don't think you needed to create a YouTube video about how you feel about Twitter I mean that's I mean YouTube putting a YouTube video video out is much less private than a tweet. Oh yeah, definitely. 
I mean, I mean, every time you put out a, a video on YouTube, it, it 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 is a status update. It's something you want to say, and you're putting it out to people who are who are following you on YouTube. And it's it's like it's just a tool. It's just a tool. It's it's just a means of communication. And and, see, and and that's the thing she's not taking into account is if she doesn't like you know the whole paparazzi thing, then she just shut off her one of her direct voices to her fans yes. to be able to say what she wants instead of have it be filtered through you know the tabloid. She could comment on something a tabloid has said in a tweet. Yes, she could. You know that's exactly it. So um, you know and. And um, of course, Nason said, but she wanted to. It's probably fun, kind of like this. Twitter should be banned. Clipping, uh, but and and you know what? Who knows? Maybe some of this was done for publicity and stuff like that. Well, see, that's what I'm thinking too. Because I mean, her quitting it. All right. Well, I'm going to quit it. Okay. Well, let's get some publicity out of it at least. You know. And yeah. And there you go. So well, within the first four days of her putting that on YouTube, it had three million three hundred eighty-three thousand four hundred fifty views, and I didn't actually. Let me. I'm, I'm going to pull it up again and I'll stop the music as soon as I get to hit the pause button so uh so it's got another 300,000 since yesterday or whenever so yeah it, it definitely has cre- created some publicity but in my mind this is negative PR um for Miley in in my opinion and my wife was my wife was very upset you know I, I, and I and she's the one who changed my mind about you know, it's like, so she deleted it. Big deal, right? Good for her. You know, she, she's she got too many people following her, blah, blah, blah. But her 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 reason for doing this was, you know, I'm sick of, you know, putting out a tweet that I've got a pimple and then all of a sudden somebody spins that. And my wife, and she may bring it up in Family from the Heart, so I apologize for the doubling up of the story for those of you who will stick around for that live show. Uh, but anyway, my wife was like, listen, you've got two million kids who are following you who desperately need to know that you have a pimple. That you're a real person. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, that's the other thing I thought of is, is my daughter is only like five, but she does watch the show and, you know, I enjoy it too, which is, you know, confession, but still, <laughs> um, it is interesting to see that. It's like, man, if my daughter would use Twitter she would want to maybe follow her and you know, I would want to see what she was saying as a responsible parent, which we've touched on in the past, but uh, you know, it would give a grounding of some sort of reality to these people that, you know, I I mean, I, I very much enjoy following certain celebrities for that fact. I love seeing them, you know, they, they're very much aware that they've got this large audience reading these tweets, but at the same time, They'll tweet about something and you see their heart, you know? For yeah. example, like we talked about last week with the Drew Carey stuff. Absolutely. So it's a great PR tool if you do it right. Mm-hmm. And I think she's missing out. But again, it's her call. Yeah. So. I, but I do agree with Nation. It was, it, was, it was wrong of me to say that she was wrong for doing it. I'm just saying that I think it was a big mistake. Uh, for, and, and I don't think it's a big mistake for individuals to do this, but I think it was a big mistake for somebody who, like you said, Eric, it, you said it best. It's like, listen, this is a channel to speak directly to two million of your fans. Yeah. You know, and, and, and there's nobody, your, your managers can't even get in the way. You know, this is you and 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 just be real. Be you and let us be inspired by who you are if you live a life that's worthy of inspiring others. Yeah. 
All right. And also, one other thing, real quick. I threw this in the the uh, show notes. Jimmy Fallon did a parody of the Miley Cyrus video, but he did it as her father, as Billy Ray Cyrus, oh. talking about Twitter. It's it's hilarious. Okay, I gotta play so it. The, the link's in there. Well, I've got to play it. So here we go. <laughs> here we go. I am cl- clicking play now. And three, two, one. Oh, come on. Why isn't it loading? It is loading. Here it goes. Hey there, America. Let's make this clear. Mala might be gone, but I'm still here. I'm the manna with the plan. I use too much self-tanner. I also play the father on Hannah Montana. People say how good my hair looked on Dancing with the Stars, bro. I traded in my mullet for a Stephen Kojikaro. I may be a one-hitter that doesn't make me bitter. My career's in the shitter, but I ain't no Twitter quitter. <laughs> yeah, you know where to find me. You should follow me if you used to follow Molly. I'm still here. The at symbol B I L L Y R A Y C Y R U S. I'm still here. I'm still here. <laughs> as long as my heart's beating, I'm gonna be tweeting. Cause I got a full house like my name was Jody Sweeten. But she's still cool Let's me swim in her pool I'm on computers like a virus Call me Mr. Miley Cyrus I'm still here Yeah, yeah Still here tweeting Achy breaky tweets Yeah, I'm getting my hair frosted Eating food, LOL Sweet niblets Sweet niblets <laughs> Late so, night with Jimmy Fallon That's awesome what I'm impressed with is how much Jimmy really does sound like Billy Ray Cyrus's regular talking voice when he's doing that. He does some awesome impersonations. Yeah. He, I, I really like Jimmy Fallon. I, I really – matter of fact, he's the, he, his show is the only late-night television show I DVR every episode. Yeah. I, don't, I don't watch every episode, and when I watch them, I only you – know, I, I always watch his monologue – uh, if, if I watch it, I watch the monologue and I'll watch some of the silly games and stuff like that. And then I only see if there's an interesting guest that I might be interested in. But uh, but I do like Jimmy Fallon I, and, and I'm so glad he's on Twitter. Yeah. Yep. Definitely somebody worth following on Twitter. Jimmy Fallon. All right. So uh, let's see here. OK, going back to, you know, Facebook and Twitter, the growth is flattening. All of a sudden, something's going on with the traffic to MySpace. Do you want to tell us what's what's happening there? All right. Well, it looks like from between uh, June and July, um, U.S. visitors, as far as MySpace goes, were down uh, about a million. Um, but between July and August, it's been about four million. Whoa. Yeah. Let me ask you a couple questions. But actually, one more question little tidbit yep in the from the last month to right now it's been five million so So that it's down yes okay so the traffic not necessarily users just traffic in general gotcha so i got a i got a question for you three years ago four let's go back four years ago back when podcasting really was becoming popular and stuff like that how often did you visit myspace um, I, I will visit MySpace I'm talking and have 
like well i'm talking about so you know four or five years about four years ago okay let's see four years ago be talking 2005 the only times i ever saw myspace page was it was not voluntary but it was clicking to hear a song from a band that was that was had posted their stuff on myspace to be able to play it there pretty much that was it what about today I don't even do that if I can help it because usually I can go find it somewhere else, like on their their main page. Right. Well, I, I'll tell you when when podcasting was first out, you know, MySpace was the de facto social networking site. I mean, it it, it just it was just, that's where it was. I right. mean, back back then, Facebook was only for college students, and um and and MySpace was where everybody was at. It was ugly. And Twitter didn't exist. Twitter did not exist. It was the ugliest website on the face of this planet, um, and everybody's—I mean, everybody was at in in heated competition for the ugliest pro, uh, profile page. I mean, it it was amazing yeah. how how competitive they were for the ugliest design, uh, sparkle animated gifs, everything. Uh, but I but I still I used it because well that was the social networking thing of the day. And, you know, Stephanie and I built a page there. And I'll be honest with you, it was a little kludgy. I never really liked it. But it was, again, it was where I was able to connect with some folks. Uh, When Facebook came, I initially updated my MySpace page to say, you know what? I'm leaving y'all. Uh, and and if I could have done a YouTube video and rapped about it, I probably would have. <laughs> so, uh, which shows me how much of a hypocrite I, I am. Uh, but anyway, talking about confession. <laughs> so, but anyway, since then I've gone back and I've kind of, you know, re-entered some data into that. But pretty much I never go to my MySpace page. I never check to see if anybody's sent me a message there. Uh, I, I've turned, I don't have any notifications ever sent to me. But if you go to, matter of fact, let me see if I, if I go there. It's been forever. If I go to myspace.com slash Cliff and Stephanie, I think is what it was. Uh, nope, invalid friend. So myspace.com slash, uh, wait. How is it not there? It is myspace.com slash Cliff and Stephanie. I think I may have misspelled it. So, do, 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 do. Waiting for it to pull up. Nope. Maybe they deleted my account. Huh. Is that possible? Oh, wait. No, it's Cliff and Steph. That's what oh, it is. There you go. So, myspace.com slash Cliff and Steph. And so, if you go there... I noticed I'm looking right here. Cliff and Stephanie at now Neth Rothwin is an awesome Firefox. So it looks like occasionally ping dot anytime. I guess I got ping dot FM sending my updates there. So okay. th- there is somewhat new information and that's because I was using ping dot FM. I should probably go and change it since I have uh, hello text now. I'm, I wonder if hello TXT will paste to MySpace. So I'll do that. That's the top right hand corner. Underneath that, guess what? The the embedded Ustream window is in there. So oh. so if you go there, whenever I'm broadcasting live, it's there. And then of course right under it says, Hey, if I if you see us broadcasting above, click here for the live chat room. And then it shows the list of friends that I had up to that point. And I finally turned off all commenting on my site, but I still have ninety three comments on there from back from the old days. And uh but it basically it's just a billboard of 
information. It's like, this is how you can contact me. You know, I, I didn't go and say, hey, I've moved on. I no longer use this crappy service. You know, but, but here's some relevant content that since I don't have to actually physically come here to put it on, I've got a presence here. Because I recognize there are still people out there, believe it or not, there are people out there that MySpace, MySpace is still their preferred social network. Yeah. Unbelievable, but it's true. It, it's just like we talked about with the whole Plurk thing. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, you want to, you don't shut it off. You don't shut off the pipe if you got people there. But at the same time, you've at least streamlined to where you're not visiting all these sites. That's right. So, all right. And then uh, let's see here. Social media charity. What's this about? All right. Well, this one, this story was forwarded to me and I found it to be very interesting. Um, just kind of a, a testimony to what social media can do for the good instead of just being a distraction at some sometimes you know at, at minimum at worst social media is an addiction or something bad but at most you can spread the word about some pretty crazy you know awesome stuff and this is a story here uh, it's a USA Today article about a sister who used Facebook and giveforward.org to raise more than forty four thousand dollars for her sister's uh, kidney transplant. Wow. That they couldn't afford to do. And giveforward.org is a page where you can go and you can create a personal fundraising page for uh, basically any person or cause or nonprofit you care about and then collect the donations that way. And uh, she spread the word about that funding page, that Give Forward funding page, through her Facebook network. Wow. And people just started donating. So. That is awesome. That is yeah. awesome. It's it's very encouraging to see, you know, the, those of us interested in, you know, getting, you know, visualization out there to the through these social networks for our, you know, causes or businesses or personal brands and things like that. It really can be done. It's possible. I mean, $44,000, it was for a good cause, like an infinitely better cause than, you know, I need you beer know, money for the weekend. Arguably, yeah, or even my pay, <laughs> my personal paycheck, but at the same time, you know, it's good to see that it can be done and it has been done. So, right. That is very awesome. That's a great story. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to say one last thing for this uh, week as far as uh, something going on and in, in related to social media and especially related to social media serenity and how it can be good and all this other stuff. The, my church this past weekend, Watermark Community Church, invited me to come and preach and teach on uh, this, on Sunday morning this past week. And I was invited to come and share a message on the topic of the power of online community. And some people, when I told them that I was actually going to be talking about the power of online community as a sermon topic, uh, people are like, how in the world do you make that spiritual? Aren't you supposed to use the Bible when you're preaching and blah, blah, blah? Uh, if, you're, if, if you would wonder how in the world um, I can come up with some means of saying how uh, a, a tool like Facebook could be useful for people who attend uh, church to connect with other people within the church and also to to have a, a very real impact and building real, authentic, genuine relationships with people using online social media, then I encourage you to listen to this sermon that I uh, preached this past weekend. And it's available online. Just want to let you know if you go to gspn.tv slash cliffsermon, and that is uh, C-L-I-F-F sermon. 
So uh, if you, it, that's that's how you get there. Also, I'll put a link to it in the show notes for this episode, episode number 14 of Social Media Serenity. There'll be a link to the sermon as well. Anyway, uh, anything else that you have for us, Eric, before I hit this button here? Um, let me say this. Let me do a little quick plug. My friend Rob and I yesterday recorded a new episode of WBR Show, and we did a parody of Journey's song, Don't Stop Believing, but instead it's Don't Stop Your Tweeting, and it's all about geeky, random, nerdy stuff on the internet. It's Don't Stop Your Tweeting, blog about your feelings, internet people. So that is awesome. Dude, it, you, you should you should go check it out soon. You should have sent me just like the audio of it so I of the just the parody song or is it available just as the one thing or is it in the it, show? It's going to be at the beginning of the show and the next show which will come out on Monday. Oh, okay. So it's so not out be, there yet. It'll actually be out by the time this episode is out there to download. Very cool. So go to w, wbrshow.com, right? Yes. All right. All right. Well, Eric, thank you so much once again for another wonderful episode of Social Media Serenity. If you guys have questions or comments, give us a call. Area code 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. And we just want to say thank you once again to all of you who make this happen. You GSPN.TV Plus members rock and make the world go round. Thanks a lot.